0: Deshaun kicks it out to Lipsy. Three ball. Good. Damon Lipsy. Got it to Momchilovich, Right corner three. Yes! A catch and shoot three for Momchilovich.
1: Here's Birdie. Looking,
0: firing and caught. Ayuk, touchdown. Up. Here's Gilbert's gonna have to launch a three. It's on the way. And it's good. Deshaun Gilbert. 77-72, Iowa State. Gilbert fires. Kyle three. Broken play. All right. Welcome back to another edition of Sound the Sirens. I'm your host, Thomas Ornis, and today we're going to discuss the latest wins on the basketball uh, week uh, at Texas and yesterday, TCU. Um, winning at Texas uh, was uh, very uh, – very satisfying.
1: Yeah, I yeah. know. I mean, it was a good week. I mean, I get three Texas teams in a row, right? Baylor, Texas, and yep. TCU. And um, Baylor game, obviously, was bizarre. We already talked about that one. But winning at Texas was kind of, kind of one that we didn't really know what was going to happen after the Baylor game. And we, they stayed in Texas, and everybody's talked about, you know, how— was kind of a bonding experience with them going to top golf and all that kind of stuff, and that has a tendency to get teams to get together a little bit when you have to live with each other twenty four seven versus being going home and being in your own apartment. So it obviously paid off because we came out and played really well at the beginning, and um, and uh, Taman showed why people have been saying for a long
0: time. We're glad we have Taman and and uh, Tyrese. Who? Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of just. I feel more bad for him than anything because yeah. I think he would. He fits better than our system. I think he would have been more successful in our system. He's not gotten any better. But yeah, it's just, I mean, he's obviously he's, can't, yeah. Can't, obviously, there's a lot of takeaways with that game and us making free throws and going 50% from three, like, and starting the game out, like, just punch him right in the mouth. Like, that's exactly what the TJ teams can do on the road. That's like the recipe for success, like, through our lifetime and on road games like that. Just come out with a big lead and, uh, just didn't let go. And, uh, man, Jackson Paveletsky's come in and just given us exactly what we need him to give us. He comes in, he, as we've been talking about on the latest podcast, just starts shooting threes. And he's been making plays there and there. And, uh, man, he's been perfect.
1: I agree with you a thousand percent. I mean, I've I've said Jackson's one of my favorite guys from day one. And uh, he proved it again even yesterday. I mean, Taman got in foul trouble and Jackson came in and... Hit a three and gave us some great minutes. Jackson's probably his only his only downfall is the way he's built. I mean, he's just not very big. I mean, he's a kind of a slight built guard. And I tell you what, these games, the guards, we play so physical. The other teams have to play that physical to stay in the game. And they're beating the hell out of our guards right now. And just the way Jackson's built, he gets kind of knocked around, which could, you know, you know, if you think about it, it, could be turned into a positive because he would be more apt to draw fouls that way too. But, yeah. um, but I love Jackson, love the way he plays, love his attitude. Um, you know, he he turned down a three I thought yesterday after he made his first one. Um, but you know, he the reason he played considerable minutes in the first half was because of team's foul problems. But um, yeah, the Texas game he did give us a couple more minutes too, and um, three for four from the field and. You know what are you going to say? I mean,
0: he's doing what he's doing what he should be doing right now. And the last time having to figure out the longhorn network thing, just like thank God, cancel my cancel my sling account. Yeah, same thing <laughs> yesterday. The twenty eight dollars. I'm just like, man, this is just like a pay per view. I'm just like, this yeah. has to go well. And like Michael, on the other hand, who Facetime Will and watched it through that way. That was fun. Um, I was here. Um. Anyways, it's it was just very satisfying to. When you spend that much money, it's just like it's kind of like just like a oh, very annoyance of like you have to pay that to watch your favorite <laughs> team play that. You obviously, I, I really thought about hard. I was like, I was like, all right, am I just gonna pay this. Like, it's the last time we're playing at Texas. Yeah, that's it's what not, I
1: told you on the phone. I said, well, you know, we're you wanted to just listen to John and yeah. Eric, and I said we got to do this one more time, and then we can tell these idiots to go away. And that's
0: exactly what we did. And there was there wasn't that big Homer of Texas like crew doing it either. It was no. kind of like a mid level and. Man, with the way we played, it was just Milan's been playing great. He's he uh, he uh, we were listening to the TCU game on the radio yesterday. Uh, John and Eric pointed out that Milan leads the team in minutes in Big Twelve play, Big Twelve. Play, wow, I didn't crazy, know that. Which means a lot because um, we sub in and out all the time. And when was the last time he was in foul trouble? Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, he never he doesn't
1: he comes off floor just because of the rotation, not because he has to.
0: Yeah, and I think him finally finding a balance and. Mm-hmm. I think he is going to be more and more involved with our offense, get more looks, and I think that's when the run of March happens. When the, our, I think he's our best player talent-wise. I think Gilbert is, like, being as a college-grown man, like, skill-wise, I think he's the top right now just because of his, like, age. But if we get those two going at the same time, it's going to be a fun little stretch of the last. Well,
1: there's some post I saw today that somebody ranked the top ten 10- college freshman and Milan was in that nationwide so he's getting here people know who he is now too I mean he, he just still struggles to get open I mean he and everybody is guarding him close because he's such a great shooter but he's uh, struggling to make a cut fast enough to be able to to get open but you know that'll come I mean he's still 19 years old or whatever he is and he's money when we can get him open and um, he's that little Dirk Nowitzki turnaround, is, everybody, everybody's kind of calling his, his signature move
0: now. So glad he's a cyclone, no doubt about that. Yeah, just, and we've won 14 in a row at Hilton, and yesterday obviously couldn't be there, but it looked like great on TV, like all gold. Obviously, you don't think we should be wearing gold uniforms with the goal and gold. And I tell you what,
1: it happened yesterday. TCU threw it to one of their coaches. They made a pass to the wing, and it threw it right to a coach, not a player. We didn't do it, but yeah. I'm, you know, people can think I'm overthinking it. But you know, it's one little thing that if, if we have one key turnover because of that, then everybody's going to be screaming about it. But it's not—it's not worth even talking about. I, I'm not a fan. of When I saw they had the gold uniforms on, yeah,
0: that's—and I think. I don't know. It's just the way the marketing team does it. And I thought it looks great when it does. I think the always oh, way. I, like, I
1: like it personally. I really do like it. I just don't like the fact we're wearing gold uniforms too. That's, my, this, uh, that's my opinion.
0: Every time we wear the gold uniforms, this one guy always tweets out this, like, uh, this has a scripted cyclones on it instead of like the logo I say. And I think that one looks way much better. Yeah,
1: but, I agree. Yeah.
0: But. Um, I don't care what we're you really We're nip-picking. 14 and 0 right now. I really don't care what you we weren't. I know. We can wear, wear, wear a practice jersey. We're no, the prac- fine. The, the thing is, our practice jerseys have our retro logo on <laughs> that, if that's the, that would not and be you can, the...
1: I think. Wait, I went to. Shout out to Rally House. I'd never been there before. I went there yesterday for the first time cool place you could spend a lot of money there in a hurry yes. get rid of the damn hawkeye stuff out of that place there's yeah, no reason for that to be there yeah that's what that was my first thing when
0: i saw like, why is there any uh, there's hawkeye a hawkeye
1: stuff? guy walking around why i mean they pop up every time we're
0: doing well there's a guy with a hawkeye shirt walking around well, in that place That's well, about business there's a, a lot of hawkeye fans in yeah, there. i don't, but, care. But the, go to I don't Iowa care City. they're not they're selling any Iowa State, yeah so. so
1: i mean i like really it's really get some really cool stuff in there um Kind of all oh, you can, but you can buy a practice something that looks like the practice jersey, yeah, there too. But they had it, they had it. I was gonna talk about this later, but they've had a big Brock display, they had the Brock and loaded um display. There's only two shirts left, so I couldn't get one. I bought this shirt that says uh, Brock, Brock, uh, I, what does it even say? Pretty, pretty Iowa State uh, on the front of it, and um, so he's got a, a lot of it was going flying off the shelves yesterday, but. Really cool place. If you haven't been there yet, uh, I totally. It's much. I mean, no offense to Size Locker Room, and I love Size Locker Room too. But it's so much easier to get in and out of.
0: That's true. I yeah, mean, that's like the biggest to uh, go
1: to Size Locker Room. It's hard. You can't turn
0: left to go out of the parking lot. Yeah, it is. that's very true. So I've they need to re- they need to relocate. Um, yeah, I but, think they should just go to Sait Town. Right, and maybe they are. Who knows? Yeah, like have a huge like uh thing in Sait Town, and that'd be perfect because like reminds me of – I went to a Notre Dame game way back in the day, and they have, like, two-level story of, like, just all – it's a bookstore, but it's mostly just at peril and just, like – Yeah. I think we'll have something similar to that and because that'll be a money-making machine when oh. that thing's there.
1: Well, we were you – know, your mom and I, when we were walking to the game yesterday, we were talking about, you know, Sci-Town and, and just saying, you know, how fun is it going to be that on a day like yesterday – it's a beautiful day. It was in the 30s, but it was sunny – Gorgeous day to we because we went to the, another place to shout out. We went to the cafe in the north side of Ames, fantastic place to eat. If you've never been there, highly recommend it. Great breakfast, they'll get you a beer at nine o'clock in the morning. Somebody told me, I don't know who told me that, but anyway, um, uh, it's a great place to eat before the game. But if there's a place like that in Town and you can just, you know, you can stay there till you know. Forty-five minutes before tip-off and go there. I mean, like that's that's going to be the cool part of Sidetown when it's all said and done. But um, yeah, it was a great day.
0: Yeah, going back, it was just like you were at the game, so it was like the atmosphere. Like, was it uh, was it kind of up and down? I, know, just like watched, watching, rewatching on the TV, it was just kind of like it was. There was long stretches where it was quiet.
1: I don't want to be critical. I mean, I remember the good old days, and everybody, when you think of the good old days, always remembers it better than it actually, better than it actually was. Yeah. Um, but that was pre, you know, ESPN Plus, where you get to see all the games, and a lot of times the only times you could see Iowa State is if you went there live. Um, but it was, you know, it's hard to get excited about playing TCU. I'm not going to lie. I mean, they're not top ten. Um, they're, you know, it's just, you know, it's not. I don't know. I mean, there was several seats. Empty in different spots. If you looked on uh, StubHub, you could have still got a seat. You know, paid a considerable amount of money for it, but I'm um, still could have got a seat. But it was full enough; all the seats were s- sold. Um, but we're fighting state wrestling. I mean, there was district wrestling yesterday. A lot of people were busy with other things. Um, but I'm not going to criticize the crowd. The crowd when they when they needed us, we we got up and and kept going. Had to do had tried to do Juicy Wiggle twice
0: yesterday. Yeah, I think, which I I'm not sure I've ever seen that before. Yeah, that happened. Houston game that did it twice okay so it's not unprecedented I think I don't know I, I I can't really figure out if it's like a celebratory like you know sweet carolines a celebratory yeah. song, so like we now we're putting juicy wiggle which
1: swag and surf is, is also another one they're trying to do which and they I don't think do, that's
0: awesome but they never do it, it they never do it long enough I know so I think that's my biggest criticism and uh they just need to do like play the whole song just let it run because like Juicy Wiggle, it started the Brock Purdy-West Virginia game was, like, the first thing mm. that started, and it was, like, in between third quarter and the fourth quarter or something like that, and we all put our phones out, and we haven't really looked back since because whenever that, that song plays, you look around, it's the old ladies. It's all, Everyone is up just doing it, yep. the dance, and it's... Uh, I
1: haven't tried it yet. I'm not going to try it in front of anybody that I know. You know? Yeah,
0: part of, my, there's part of my brain was like, ah, I'm kind of sick of it, and I'm just like, Everyone's just so happy and just brings us all up together. My thing is we need to figure out how to lean that into a different song that gets us pumped up before, like, the players come out. Because, like, whenever the song ends, then, like, the energy drops and you we'll get right. back in your seat. Like, oh, I just got done dancing. And that's, like, the <laughs> yeah. biggest thing in my thing is just, like, when the, like it's a strategic thing when the coaches call timeout. That's just to quiet the crowd because it's going nuts. Right. for Because they know the people are not going to get nuts for, like, f- four straight minutes. It's very rare, like. Fred's last game against Oklahoma was like the last time where like everyone stood up like the whole second half. Yeah. Which we haven't really had that lately but yeah, uh, I mean it's, I, it's, it's, I, it's really hard to sustain that energy for a long period of time and I right. think I think as fans we think it's easier to make a fix. Maybe I, if I had the ox I could just make a run but I think it's a lot harder than you think cuz you, oh, sure. you have to get the manager throughout the band, you have to orchestrate it with the band cuz the band it's not just like, if it was just the, if the band wasn't there at all which I'm not we need the band there,
1: right? I think the band should play more.
0: Yeah, and to be honest with you, just like the orchestration between those two, I think that's way harder, especially in Hilton. Like that's why I like the the Kansas State cheating thing is just the dumbest thing ever. Because like, try to send a text in Hilton, yeah, you can't. Or no, just to get on. I'm Twitter. on that.
1: You know, we we're. I was sitting in your seats yesterday, so I'm, you know, almost sitting on the roof, and yeah. and I couldn't get a signal.
0: Yeah, I'm. Mean, Which I think is a great thing because no one like it's a place where just go and not be on your phone. Yeah, obviously. There's uh, other reasons for, so, like, you get text, like, emergency text, but, like... Well, they but they have
1: so many interactive things, though, nowadays. And they're trying to use the technology with the trivia contest that they do, which I couldn't get that to load. Yeah. Um, and Louie was sitting next to me, and I, got, I was kind of helping him with the, did this whole serial thing, and he got four to five or whatever. And then they have... The thing that I like the most of the technology, though, is that little QR code that's on your seat. Yeah. You can get live stats, because in the the stats in the border on the around the light thing whatever they call it the halo part of this of Hilton it's hard to see some of them and so you can see what we're shooting from the free throw line you can see how many turnovers we have you can see that whether they're going to rebound it or not you know there was that stretch where TCU was killing us on the boards and um, so you could see it live there to see kind of you know as perception of reality as you're watching the game um, so I like that part of it but You know, the one thing, I mean, this is a nitpicking thing, and people are probably going to get sick of me sounding like an old man when I say this, but I like, I really like our new announcer, but I remember when the previous announcer, the dude from Clear Lake, can't remember his name, um, he would come in and say, welcome to James H. Hilton Coliseum. That would be the first thing he'd say, and now this guy's saying, let the magic begin. It's a little cringy.
0: Yeah, but I'm not
1: going to lie. I mean,
0: it's a but little. Like, if you go back and listen to the guy before, that guy was there for 50 or 40. Oh, yeah. If you go as just like the, there's like footage on YouTube now, like he wasn't always like that great. It took no. him a long time to get, like, I think this guy has potential, obviously, him doing football and basketball. Yeah. And obviously, he just came at a rough time because, like, because. That the guy we were talking about before from Clear Lake, his last game was the last uh, year was COVID year, which is just oh yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah, it's a travesty because like that's it was the worst. We win zero Big Twelve wins. I think I wish we could have had w- him one more year. To obviously the Isaiah Brocketton year would have been great with him yeah. to have, but I think the new guy he's doing a
1: great job. No, get me wrong. I'm not. I, my, that's my. That's just a personal preference. No, nobody really cares. But I mean, I I just like that when you. But, when they called it, they blew the horn. Everybody came in, and they'd say, "Welcome to James H. Holt Coliseum." The other thing too is, and I don't know why they're not doing it. I don't like the fact the players aren't out there during the national anthem. Yeah, I mean they used to blow the they used to blow the horn, and all the players would come in, and all the players would stand there, and then they do the national anthem. Now they're doing it. I know. It's well. sure, I'm sure I know why we don't need to discuss it. Um, but I, I you know, I like the fact that they were all there. I think we're beyond that now, to be honest with you. But I, th- I liked it when they blew the horn. Then they did the national anthem. Then they did the starting
0: lineup. The whole point it of that seemed a lot man,
1: more, con-
0: a lot more continuity to it. Two teams going against each other we come as one right before we go to battle. Yeah, like that's exactly. the whole thing. But now, obviously, well, I remember four, when Bobby four,
1: Ni- f- when Bobby Knight was there,
0: and he, you
1: know, he was he just coached the USA Olympic team, and everybody gave him a standing ovation. And then we did the national anthem right after that.
0: I mean, it was a really cool moment. Yeah we, yeah, we know why it changed. And uh, that team's playing today, and uh, hopefully pretty brings the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like the other guy couldn't. But Well, we we're going to talk about that eventually. Let's finish the TCU okay. game, whatever you – And I just re-watching the highlights because I didn't get to watch it uh, live on TV the first time. Curtis Jones, like he just hit perfect shots at the perfect time. Like the last two games, honestly, like the last couple weeks, he's been money. He's been yep. exactly what – like watching his highlights coming into the season was like – He's done exactly what like those highlights are what we were missing last year. Like and, the
1: and what they said he did in the summer. They said he was our best knockdown shooter in the summer, and he's turning
0: into that. And like he's not just making step like hands. Like he's missing like pump fake dribble three. Like, that pump have... fake is de- so that tells you that everybody thinks he's a shooter when they're
1: and when he can do that pump fake and get them to jump and fly by. That means on the scouting report, they're telling them they need to run him off the three-point line. He's really doing. It. He does it so slow. He does. He does it textbook when he does that pump fake. He does it slow. He he
0: lets him fly by. Then does his little gather dribble and shoots it. I mean, yeah, he's playing really well Man, right now. It was like coming to the year. Uh, TJ was comparing him to uh, Tyrus and like, obviously we have yeah. huge ties to Tyrus and she's like, man, but it's not, he's slowly getting to that. I'm like, man, he can do like, he has a great ball handle. his defensive. He's so good on defense.
1: Well, all of those, all of our yeah. guards are good on defense. The, go down the list. Jackson, Taman. Bob, Bob Jones is guarding guys out of, you know, t- 25 feet away well, from the basket. And Ward
0: can guard any guard. Yes. It's just like, we're yeah. so used to it and like I don't even know who our worst defender is. Obviously, Milan struggles. That's sometimes, a really but, good question. But Milan's really turned around too. And she like if it, like if we're so good on defense, it should be like a huge drop off of like the worst guy. But we really don't have one. Like, the, yeah, I don't think we. I, I mean You
1: might but, be able to say Milan, but Milan is playing really well on defense. Yeah. So,
0: so yeah, he gets to his spots and he knows his strengths and weaknesses. He's not overstepping, and him not getting a foul trouble has been huge this Big Twelve uh, season. And, Man, when we keep winning like fourteen zero in Hilton, that feels so good because like for so long, like we would lost so many games. Like 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 TCU, like TCU had a huge winning streak at Hilton. Like that is just not yeah, right, that's unacceptable. Like, Baylor like took them like over fifteen years to even win a game at Hilton. Like we're like we should keep putting Hilton way up on the pedestal and like showing up every game and going getting crazy. Obviously, it takes a little longer for the students to get more involved, but. It was a good student section yesterday.
1: Yeah. I mean, I got when I walked in. I walked in with fifty-five minutes l- left in the clock, and both lower bowls were completely full, and they were about half full all the, in the in need, the end that has the the upper deck.
0: We just need to like sprinkle in some more, like Crispa Patola B- 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 or whatever the hell his name is during like, the, the, the game. Color guy uh, was like, he made this comment. I'm just like, they're already like diminishing the Big Twelve championship or the. Tr- Conference championships before, like obviously we're not we are on we're on track to maybe win it this because year because of the lack of the round robin. Yeah, but just you know? saying the the media already diminishing the conference. Like why that do we always have du- to do that?
1: So those of you that don't know, what we're talking about the color guy who played at Army, I believe, said yesterday they should the women's he said the women's part of basketball has figured it out. They're doing non-conference, um, premier matchups in the middle of the conference season. So tell me what the last one has the Hawkeyes played? The Hawkeyes are ranked second. Have they played a non-conference no, it's game recently?
0: Econ's playing South Carolina in one game, but, and, but okay. But, so, but he so he's saying that's that would be more because
1: he said we should be doing that rather than all of these conference games because winning the conference doesn't matter anymore. That's what he said. That's the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life. Why would you –
0: you're saying that during – you're getting during, paid. Right. You're getting paid to do, p- p- pump up these games. That and you're shows dimi- he played an Army. Just diminishing the game that you're already calling. And, like, it's we're weeks ahead. Like, okay, as an Iowa State fan, we like, oh, well, do I shut it out? Like, we hold the Tinsley and Pfizer years up to that pedestal because they won the conference title two years in a row. Right, and but, never sniffed it since. And, like, Fred tried his damnedest to get back there and – or to win. Like, if you don't think George Yang and, like, Tyrese Halliburton wouldn't – A Big 12 championship. Yeah,
1: I think that was that was an idiotic statement. I mean, especially biting the hand that feeds you. I mean, would I mean for the for the love of God would 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 an Iowa State fan rather play TCU this past weekend or Texas Tech next weekend or would you rather play Illinois or Tennessee or Tennessee or Wisconsin? No, absolutely not. I don't want to play those. We we. We're we can do we do all that stuff in the preseason. It's I think it's the dumbest
0: thing I've ever heard. Even if it was like Michigan,
1: we have Kansas. I know we have Houston. I mean we've got all of these other. Why would we? Would we take it? We're probably like t- taking a step down. TCU could win, play in one
0: of those teams. Put TCU in the Big Ten. I think they could win the Big Ten. Oh hell yes, yeah.
1: And they were, they are freaking beasts. I know that couple of times Tayman came off a ball screen. It was almost like
0: Jeremiah They're, Cooper
1: hitting a guy in the secondary.
0: is loaded. I don't think I think their record, and obviously the Big Twelve being so good, it diminishes the team, but I just think we always just like just completely wrap things around and it's like, why do we have to compliment everything? It's like yeah. we have a great Iowa State team, like undefeated Hilton and you're just like, Yeah, this comfort like we they should like even if we played Iowa. That would not be as no. good, great of a like, no. and like TJ would not want that. Trey McCaffrey would no. not want that. No, nobody well, in the Big Ten or the Big Twelve wants that. No, I if, mean it's d- dumb statement. If you're not going to think the conference, t- the regular season conference titles don't matter anymore. Why even have conferences anymore? Anyway? Right. Oh, I think. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I mean
1: we're in the best conference in the we're in the best flipping conference in the country. It's not even why close. in the hell would we schedule a non conference game in the middle of the conference season?
0: Yeah, we're going to be dumb the, as hell. We're going to be the best co- basketball conference by a lot. To in the next couple of years, right like, adding Arizona, adding like ASU's had some good years. Like,
1: I don't like the fact the lack of lack around Robin, but there's that won't that's never coming back.
0: Yeah, like yeah. I was watching the Kansas uh game yesterday at Baylor, and I'm just like, man, I really want to get a shot there because I think we could win there easily. I think at, not, at e- not easily win there, yeah. there's no easy win to or at get, Lawrence, which yeah. they were favored or Houston was favored at Kansas and then got absolutely <laughs> <boat race, laughs> they got rolled, which yeah. I think that's great karma there, but. I don't know Houston think, had a battle with who did they play yesterday I'm not sure they only won
1: by five
0: yeah they're, but they're good you see it no I, I don't just remember. yeah I don't know this uh I'm just sick of like the media just diminishing things before they even happen well I, speaking of media I watched I, I really like watching the post game press
1: conferences and I I re, I watched uh, Jamie Dixon's. Jamie Dixon's press conference and he does a press conference like he does what he looks on the, like he looks like in the sidelines. He is all over the place. I mean, he's up and down the <laughs> on the sidelines, up and down the, the sideline. He's gritting his teeth and all this kind of stuff. And they're asking him questions about TJ and uh, Randy Peterson. asked him, you know, TJ inherited a two and twenty two team. You know, what do you think of the job he's done? And he goes off in this thing about prom. That he didn't want to he didn't want to disparage Steve Prom. He goes, Steve Prom's, you know, he didn't use Because he,
0: he beat the sh- living shit out of him. He, every time. he,
1: he didn't use Prom's name by name, but he said, I'm not gonna disparage the guy. He obviously thinks is a good guy, which everybody thinks Steve Prom's a good guy. I mean, personally, why I is think that he's a always? Gay, th- but like, I know that. But if that's, that's the first what, thing. So that's you what, think that's of what, when... what he's that's what he's defending. He goes, I'm not gonna disparage him. You know, that guy's won some championships and everything. And and you know, we don't and he, he said it several times. He goes, it's a different world. You know, he's talking about how good Iowa State is. You know, you can go out and buy
0: players. He said that about us. Yeah. I said, really? I don't think Milan came for the money.
1: No, I mean, yeah, I mean, We're so, Omaha. I mean, yeah, I mean, and Curtis Jones came because it's from Minneapolis. Um, Keyshawn's from St. Louis. I mean, so there's all they all have like Midwest ties. I thought it was a nice statement by him, but he said at the end of the day, they don't guard as good as we do. Um, He goes, yeah. They made all the free throws. We didn't. You know, we out rebounded it by five. I mean, he kept repeating himself. Um, He was complimentary to TJ. He did not disparage TJ whatsoever. But he was just all over the map. And when he when he said that, you know, it's a different day that we could go out and buy players. When he just beat us, and we're the best teams, and we don't do that as much. I mean, I'm sure there's some money involved somewhere, but it's nowhere close to, you know, what these other budgets are.
0: I mean, but 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 I think. The success we have is TJ for one, we're not having pro anymore, and TJ and in being involved of before the pre uh, transfer role where he had to sit out a year. I think we got our master's degree in that. When, oh, everyone, else right. was, when not everyone else was thinking, "Oh, we don't get uh, like delinquents like Chris Allen or Corey Lucious, like they're bad people." Yeah, they were. Like that was, Corey Lucious Bur- was you know, like, a gray guy. Like the fr- no, like the I mean, Fram McCaffrey type of right. level, like where you get the four year. Recruit, you develop slowly. And they they also
1: said that. Jamie Dixon goes, well, you don't develop anybody anymore. Then he talks about Taman. Yeah,
0: that's hilarious. That's, so
1: So we're not developing Taman? We haven't developed Robert Jones? Yeah. We haven't developed Hassan Ward?
0: Hassan Ward, yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. I mean, Jamie's going to...
1: And I know, and I feel sorry. Jamie lost his father, I believe, last week. So I hate to even beat up on him now, but I thought that was most, he made some of the most ridiculous things I've heard. So I think Randy was the only one that asked him a question, then he left.
0: I mean, cause I think I, I, I kind of feel bad for these coaches, but that have to imagine how many times he has to sit in the, that chair and just answer the same damn question yeah. nine times different every, every but, time. Bill,
1: but, you know, go back and watch Bill Self's press conference. He just got his butt kicked by us
0: in Hilton, but he gets it. But I think with Bill Self, weirdly, I have no inside information. I have nothing. Else. This is a complete guess. I think he had huge health problems last and year. Did, and, I, yeah. And ever since right. then, he's just appreciated life way more. And and
1: that'll put, yeah, put your life in perspective pretty like, fast. Ever since,
0: yeah. he just, obviously, the watching the, the dancing cop and the Juicy Wiggle thing calling, like, <laughs> <Right>. so funny. <laughs> what other yeah. coach would do that? Like, no. No. Just... I don't know. I think there's another universe. It would have been,
1: where, been funny if he started dancing with him.
0: Like I think there's another universe, another uh, simulation somewhere where Bill Self's the Iowa State coach, <laughs> and he'd love it. And he'd be <laughs> – we'd win national championships, yeah. and I think he'd be perfect. But obviously we have TJ and – Well, Houston time, Houston beat uh, – one at Cincinnati yesterday by five. That was the game I was thinking of. And, yeah, we're 14-0 Hilton, and looks to be – we'll be in the top ten next – or next, tomorrow – for the first time since two thousand one, yeah, I hope so.
1: I mean, look at the look at these scores from yesterday. Um, Kansas beats Baylor by three. Houston beats Cincinnati at Houston by five. Um, BYU beats Kansas State by six. UCF gets beat by Texas Tech by seven. Kansas State lost again. Yes. Um, Texas rolls West Virginia and Oklahoma beats the last place team in the conference by four. Yeah, beat Oklahoma State. So, yes. Yeah, it's, it's to, say, to say
0: it's not the best league in the country would be a complete lie because it is I think no if he cut, cut the conference in half, it's still the best conference. Right. Which I think that's why I think they were so sick of – and I think we, we don't get the – like, we don't get the media, like, the tension. Like, imagine, like, the SEC when they're the best conference. They get so right. – like, obviously they talk about how the Big 12 is good, but they always, like, poke holes in and try to make us, like, you know. But obviously March uh, can – Set like put us on a pestle if we can somehow make a file for or make a run I think this yeah. team is finally the one where we have veteran guards veteran posts like grown-ass men who aren't emotional and been through the trenches and I think obviously TJ's and our system of defense is just perfect for March because that travels everywhere like uh, the Monte junior year uh, or when uh, Bryce John Jones uh, took too many sleeping pills and we lost to UAB, <laughs> yeah. like that team, if they had like they could, they always had a bad half most of the times, right? And they had uh, ten minutes more. they were bad, and that's how we lost. And this yeah. year, this year we come out sometimes not when we come out s- slow. It's not a huge deal because we're usually uh, on offense or on our defense, no matter what,
1: right? Where I mean, that's the thing that. We could make a run with because we guard so well. And yes. the TV timeouts in the NCAA tournament are so freaking long, we might not even have to sub because mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to get tired at that time of the year when you're getting that many breaks. But that's the thing that, because there was an example yesterday. I mean, from the 17, I believe it's a 17 minute mark to the five minute mark or the seven minute mark, something like that. I think TCU scored like four points. And we came out of that stretch only up eight, because we were struggling to score too. And TCU got their points from mostly from the free throw line because they started driving on us. That's where we get in trouble is when we hit these we hit these offensive lulls where we're having trouble scoring, but really struggling on the on the half court. Sometimes you know we like at the end of the first half, we held the ball for a last second shot, and it was basically Keyshawn trying to get by his guy, and he couldn't. And he jacked up a three. I'm hoping we've got something in the you know we're holding back as far as special plays to to get us a shot towards the end because right now you know and I I hate to be critical because we're playing so well right now but our out of bounds plays consist of throwing the ball over the top to our guard and if we get against longer guards that's going to be a problem because every time except for one we had an alley oop to Hassan that worked perfectly yesterday that was a bad pass but all of our out of bounds plays underneath are, th- are lobbing the ball to their point guard and at the end of the at the end of a half holding the shot we're not getting many
0: good looks right now either so how much um, do you think that has to do with the multimedia way more footage way more managers oh, no. like before back then they had you could draw up a play during practice or and now but now everyone knows everyone's plays at all times cuz ever the media back then there was not Footage where I
1: grew well, I do, but you know, I mean, it's, been, where but it's, it's had... way harder
0: to draw plays back then than then just the, in that aspect of the game because everyone knows because there's managers memorizing plays or you know. But at the end of the day, you have to be able to. Coach.
1: You have to be able to, yeah. But you have to, you know, when your brother was a manager for Iowa State, you know, they had to, they were going back and and chopping up film of the of the of the opponent, you know, and, and pulling out their plays, you know. So obviously, that technology has been around for a long time. But, you know, when I was coaching, we, and I, I learned, if I, you know, I never invented anything when I was coaching. I tried to steal stuff. Like I told you guys, I've worked, you know, I worked at Roy Williams' camp. I worked at Tom Davis' camp. You know, I worked at UNI's camp, you know, went down and worked at Rick Pitino's camp. And, and some, one of those coaches, someone who was Dick Bennett at UWGB said, you have to have a have-to play where if you're in a scoring lull you have you need a bucket, you have something that is going to work to get you a good shot and then you also need to have one that's going to get the, a couple of plays in your bag that you only run at the end of a game or at the end of a half. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to create. I love Nate Schmidt to death. I think he's doing a fantastic job. Um, that's just me probably overly analyzing things that, you know, I, you know, TCU got the ball under the basket a few times on an out-of-bounds play underneath, I think, uh, and obviously that's coming straight from Jamie Dixon. But um, that's one thing that I think would really – elevate our game a little more is figuring out a way to get, we got one, we had one out of bounds play that we ran because we have the ball where Milan takes the ball out of bounds. We lob it over to the, to the, the guard, which ends up getting the ball about 25 feet from the basket. And then we ran um, Milan up the lane to a curl at the free throw line. And he got a good look. Um, I just wish we get something that maybe, maybe it's because we're not tall enough. I don't know. Um, We're just not getting a lot of shots. Or getting the ball close to the basket on out of bounds play. I mean, that's just that's just me over analyzing things, I guess. But
0: yeah, I think I don't know. I just I just don't think it's a, it's a point point of emphasis of what it used to be. I don't think because I think when you were a high school coach, like you had to drive on the road or someone else to get footage of games. Now, yeah, nowadays you don't. I mean, it's all, It's all in It'll, huddle. Yeah, it's but, all on your phone. It's all. At, at all but times. you know, but I've also tried to get.
1: You know, I used to have. You know, most high school teams don't have more than two Or three out of bounds plays, and so it was pretty easy to get kids to understand what their out of bounds plays are, but you still have to get
0: them to remember
1: what the play is, yeah. and you know.
0: Um, but there's probably so much in the college practice what they're going through that that's like ninth or tenth or but 14th so on the list.
1: Think about how many underneath out of bounds plays actually happen during a game. We probably had seven yeah. yesterday, and so. How many different? So, I'd really like to know how many out of bounds plays underneath the basket we have in our arsenal. Um, because I don't remember the last time we got an open three off of one, I definitely don't remember the last time we got a um, close like a you know post
0: move out of it. I well, when it what um, what happens, you're gonna, you're gonna, yeah, I would love
1: it. it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I mean, again, I'm I don't want anybody to think that I'm criticizing your team that I live and
0: die for, and, you know, where yeah. have
1: any shirt that I have, It only shirt I have are Iowa State fans and Humboldt shirts. I I'm mean, sure
0: if we had a podcast in 1999, we'd be complaining about how Tinsley turns it over too much. Yeah, you're probably right. You're like, probably right. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm, I don't sets. want to talk
1: about it anymore. I don't want to talk about Alabama's plays anymore. Yeah, you know I mean? Taman uh, is playing fantastic. We're lobbing the ball to him. And you know what, Taman, the thing about Taman I like is that he's done so much for his body. He is—he's—he's he's almost like a wrestler playing out there. He is so strong, or a D back, or a running back, whatever. Um, when he gets, like, he got clobbered. He came off of a screen yesterday and got hit to the point where he—he went—he it was like a car accident. He went backwards a couple steps, and some guys would have been knocked on their back. Over it, and he just kind of manned up and took it, and then kept
0: dribbling. So and, uh, you know, another,
1: I'm, not, not, I'm done. I'm not going to talk about it anymore.
0: Another uh, thing about having Lipsy at the helm is he grew up a Cyclone fan, right? Freaking good. He's a all conference type player. He's developing in front of our eyes, and we know we're going to have him for four years. Yeah, and I think it's just uh, uh, with the landscape we're in, and which it's kind of becoming a revolving door of Cyclones coming in. We where we could finally have a uh, like obviously that's why I think Robert Jones and ward are so loved just because they've been here for longer than most like players and that are nowadays is so i think obviously when gilbert comes back next year i think next year when we're like all right we're gonna appreciate him even more because i think he's done so much this year where we're just like man it's just he's undeniably good and man, when he makes obviously like it doesn't look the best sometimes but when it goes in it's like how the hell did he even do that <laughs> like, the, yeah. like crazy like layups and and ones just like he had one again and, yesterday yeah, he's just really fun to watch. Well, the and
1: thing I thought that I liked Bob do yesterday is that, you know, he does his little post move across the lane, and he's struggling to make that floater. I mean, I watched him in warm-ups. Him and Hassan both practice that shot a lot. They're both struggling to make it. But when he comes across the lane from one side of the lane to the other, a lot of times that guard on the opposite side is going to drop to try to help, and or the guard from the top of the key is trying to drop to help on him a little bit. And he fired it to and across – he did it a couple times at different guard. One of them was Taman, I know, and got an open three out of that. So if we go inside out with with Bob or Hassan, um, I, it's also going to make their job easier too. I think it's going. they're going to have to – those guys that are coming down to help can't come and help anymore if we're making threes, and it's going to make their job easier to start making post moves. But then, you know, the person that I don't think we talked near enough about is Trey King. Trey King is playing lights out right now. I mean, he's making big threes. He – he gets on the floor and will mm-hmm. wrestle a guy away from the ball, and he could kill somebody if he really wanted to. But he's just kind of got a smile on his face and mm-hmm. and just you just kind of uses his brute strength with you know the way you should. And um, so I think I think I mean Bob is Bob. That's we, we've we're getting everything we can out of Bob. He's giving everything to us that we can. Um, Hassan is miles where he used to be, and Trey King is playing lights out right now. So those three guys right now. Are playing at a very high level, and that's what's going to carry us if we can keep them going. Yeah, and we, then all and we can get if we can get a few points out of Hassan and and Robert from the th- from the
0: free throw line, that's just gravy. Yeah, uh, I just what I want like while I was waiting for the TC game, I wanted to, to be I wanted to bury them. So right. We we didn't really have like the bury them stretch. We they snuck about a couple, but they had experience. They have experienced good players too. Yeah, so they have. What's his name from Oklahoma State? Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, I mean, he had a huge win streak against us for the longest time. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, uh. It's well, they a, have
1: uh, Jameer Nelson Jr., whose dad played in the NBA, played for. I try to remember. It's a school out of Philadelphia. His dad played for a school in Philadelphia in the NCAA tournament a long time ago. And
0: yeah, I um, think John Walters and Eric actually pointed that out in the or, uh, radio broadcast. Yeah, because his
1: the his coach, Jameer Nelson, seniors coach, at whatever school it is, and I can't remember what it is. Um, that guy is, that guy is who who's the tall dude from Michigan that's a Michigan coach. Um, Juwan Howard. Juwan Howard went out and hired as his consultant and sits on the bench with him in Michigan. Gotcha. So it's not like – Providence is who I keep thinking. It's not Providence because they're not in Philadelphia. It's whatever school it is. It doesn't matter. But So they have experienced guards and guards that
0: are good, and they're also physical. Their post players are huge. Um, Man, I, I like going – look forward to the games ahead, but I just wish we played Kansas. I at Kansas too. this week. At I least, wish we had Baylor at home. Because we would – the, imagine the momentum if we had won the next game at Kansas versus winning at Cincinnati. Like the, the next home game would be absolutely crazy. Like yeah. obviously it might be anyways if we keep winning. But uh, uh yeah, I just I think we'll have obviously booked rooms for Omaha already. You're kind of that thing. so get get that two seed,
1: but I'm not one I tell anybody. No, I'm kidding. Um yeah, it'd be fun to get if we can land in Omaha, but that's you know pipe dream because. But I went through it yesterday. I mean Memphis is a is a first round site. And so is Indianapolis. And so they're all, those they're, Those are three very drivable first rounds. Yeah. Which I'm really hesitant on going. I think I'll have to stay in the hotel room if we would end up going this year. But yeah,
0: I think the play is go to Kansas City. If you're a fan, go to Kansas City. Yeah. Don't save up money to go to the NCAA tournament. As a fan who's gone to multiple NCAA tournaments, the Aaron Kraft, the UAB, the We've been to. We had one really fun experience. It was the Royce Yukon uh, game. Rush White, Rush White, who's running for Senate in yeah. Minnesota now. Yeah, his his life took a turn, but man, he was a freaking still a smart su- dude. He's a talented, most probably most talented Cyclone of all time. Yeah, one of them. I mean, I yeah, that's, the hard. that's a big statement, but it's, no, it's one of them. Who's more talented? I don't know. We're not basketball wise. Giving a ball six eight. Dribble like he did. And he's got hands. I think hands the size. And, of, and, the, and the thing is, that basketball was not his number one, t- his, his number one interest of his life ever, his, his whole life. Imagine if it was. Like yeah. he, like he had an at Missouri game where he'd like drain three threes in a row or something crazy. I'm just like, where is the, what is that? I remember he
1: told me one time. He goes, Yeah, I might get paid to play basketball someday, but you know, it's just kind of as an afterthought. Yeah, I he mean, was
0: just a first round pick, and yeah, but, yeah, he was like the first transfer that kind of turned the things around, and uh, he was in our old gym refereeing. Games when you are in camp one and time. That's, no one, that's was, so bizarre. So he Nobody took, a, knew who he was. No one took a dribble at Iowa State, and it's just like that camp is like these kids have no idea. Like a year from now, they are like, holy crap, he, Royce White came. But yeah, yeah it's uh, a it's fun. a fun year to and we it's a we have recording this right before the right Super before the Super Bowl. Bowl yeah, so the game kickoffs in about two hours.
1: So and, uh, gonna, uh, before we move on to bat for to football, um, I ran I ran into a recruit at the cafe in North Ames yep. yesterday. Brady Woolley, he's from a school right outside of Minneapolis, 6'9", junior in high school, power forward. So he looks the part. Yeah. And so shout out to him. So I'm having breakfast with his family. I just said, have fun today, Brady. And he, I didn't want to talk to him because he thought I was creepy just by saying that. Yeah, that would be very be
0: um, weird. But it's, he's 17 years old, and um, it's kind of cool to... to But bringing back full circle, like, I vividly remember when Purdy took his first visit at Iowa State, and we had the whole student section training Purdy, and we wanted Purdy to come, and that was before he committed, and man, like... It was cool yesterday when they played the Toyota commercial, and the whole place went crazy. Yeah, I bet, and like, ever since then, it's just been a... It's been like a movie, honestly, just like, watching it. He played every snap at Iowa State, didn't get hurt, like, to where he had to sit out, and... Man, he's been a storybook ending of if he could win a Super Bowl. If innovate if he doesn't win, today. It, I know if, it I mean, just well, if he just you know, plays well,
1: Right, exactly. So it's like me watching one of you guys play when you are younger, just wanting to have a good game. And but I honestly don't think it's going to come down to him. I, the San Francisco um, run defense has got to be better than it has been.
0: It was brutal. Pacheco will torch them if he if they they
1: can't they can't get down twenty eight to seven. And if the, to line, the, if the
0: Lions the simply just give David the ball. Way more, I think. Yeah, we're, we're not talking about Purdy. We're talking about Dave Montgomery and the Lions yeah. today, which which is kind of a weird uh, thing when we're watching the games. Like, man, David's playing freaking good. But I'm just like, I'm back in my, i was like, man, I kind of want Purdy in the Super Bowl. Yeah, sure. I didn't care. I was I was cheering for both of them. I yeah. love David. I but, mean, yeah, because David's just like, man, he, yeah, he's done equally, or not equally, but like he's done a lot for Iowa State. Like he started, like he was the mentality of we're changing things here. Like he was like, came as a fresh troop like true yeah, freshman. Right. He's like, oh, we're changing right. this, and him and Jaquan Bailey. And Brian Peavy and all of them. Changed Speaking the culture. of
1: which, Peavy's from Texas. We had him on the podcast a yep. while back. There was a Peavy yep. playing for TCU yesterday. The question popped in my head is that connection with him somehow? No idea. No idea but,
0: either. Yeah, it was a. F- it's gonna be a. F- be a fun we're, day. We're gonna pause this and uh, you guys will have our live reac- or not live, but reaction of the. Yep. Uh, we'll put on the same episode. So yeah, we'll
1: come back after the game and and win or lose, we'll come on for a few minutes and just talk about the game and um. We don't. We're not going to talk about the commercials or Taylor Swift or any of that crap. I'm sure there's going to be way too much of that today. Yeah. Which,
0: um, and then the Austria ev- Everybody's like, picking the Chiefs. I mean, I've, it's uh, in Vegas. Like, it's yeah. a whole like, man. If we were, if it wasn't like eight grand a ticket, man, I would be there.
1: Vegas. I mean, so your little brother's buddy was out in Vegas yesterday, seeing Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura, the, the comedians who are going to be at the game today, and he's in the MGM Grand Casino, and he runs into Post Malone. Yeah, that's... Hunter Derry, the kid played football here at Humboldt last year. He runs into Post Malone and talks to him and records it on his Snapchat. And, I man, I'm just looking at this. I mean, Post Malone looks like just a really normal dude. Yeah. And he's singing the pregame thing today. So that's... It, was, it was a bizarre moment. He's
0: as normal as an average guy who has tattoos. Hunter's trying six. to get him
1: to buy, bet, bet 5000 on the game today. And I'm not sure even Post Malone knew who was, who was playing. But
0: Yeah, he's Post Malone. He... Great artist and yeah, uh, yeah that would, that would be crazy just running into him and like talking to yeah. him. That'd yeah, that'd be so random.
1: Yeah, I mean, I ran into Howie Mandel the MGM every yeah, time. <laughs> it was just because I remember Kenneth that, that as a little kid because we
0: would watch Deal No Deal all the time. Yeah, like, you saw Howie Mandel. Yeah, it's like did you touch him? Because like obviously, <laughs> he, he was standing in line <laughs> to check in like everybody else because like, he was a huge g- germaphobe and like now yeah. it's just like he's not that huge germaphobe. was like way overplayed. Right, it's just hilarious. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll, have we'll
1: it, be back at we'll be back at the end of the game and and.
0: Yeah, see what happens. Great week of cycling basketball, and uh, it's just man. It, when you're in the thick of like I Iowa State basketball and the conference, the best conference in the league, in the whole nation, and
1: with TCU next next Saturday, eleven o'clock tip. Where not? Te- yeah. At, excuse me, Texas Tech. Sorry, Texas Tech. play Texas Tech next Saturday. Had a Biden moment there for a second. Had Texas Tech Saturday next Saturday is eleven Calum. o'clock tip. You know, right. You can get on the list. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. that's another story. Um. That's really early, yeah, for is. a
0: college basketball game. Yeah, that that is really early. That's hard to get students up and get grouty, but it's a uh, we could be winning, be, be playing to win the conference title, which no matter what Chris Pistola says, we're gonna be freaking jacked if we win a big conference title. Right, like Iowa State would be he- jacked if we win a conference title, no. absolutely jacked.
1: No, right. I mean Larry, be, Larry so, she said it's much harder to win a win a regular season conference title than it is anything else. And he's right, because you have to win so many games, you have to go to somebody else's you have to go to somebody else's floor and win.
0: Uh, winning at Texas and at TCU, huge wins. Right. Like we like obviously you, we grew up when like it was a we would not win any road games. But no now, now we're kinda of used to it.
1: So so who tweeted yesterday the, they had a the statistics of when Johnny was coaching and what we were oh, yeah. at home and versus bad. on the road? It was bad.
0: We averaged ninety four points a game at home. And then like sixty or something. Like sixty crazy. something That's on insane. the road. Yeah. Yeah. But Anyways, well, as we said, we'll come back and give you guys a reaction. And, uh, yeah, go Cyclones. All right. All right, back with uh, instant reaction of the Super Bowl. Heartbreak city. Uh, it was, man, so close. What a game. I mean, no, it was well worth the
1: tolerating all of the uh, commercials and Taylor Swift and all that
0: crap. I mean, it was a, yeah, it was a hell of a game. It was kind of a slow, well, I mean, the whole game was a slow uh, – there was a lot, so many injuries, so many yeah. stoppage to play, so many – but Purdy never, like, shambled or anything. There's no. so, so many times where he could have thrown a pick or the one where uh, it was – I can't – obviously, it just happened. Just when, got down. I mean, literally, the post game show just started downstairs. So, like, when he – there was one point where he got rushed and they blitzed the guy and, were, and then he – Got the ball batted and it wasn't uh, another. I mean, he, he's gotten the ball
1: batted a lot of times this year, but he didn't. I mean, he didn't make the one big mistake, right? Like we were saying, we're before the game. We're just hoping he wouldn't, you know, make the big mistake that would everybody be talking about him being bad. But you know, he was finished the game for 20, 23 for thirty eight for two hundred fifty five yards. Touchdown, and no picks. I mean, yeah. and
0: uh, Chris McCaffrey fumble was just very big of the game. Yeah, that you was don't even so, forget about that. Yeah, like that was so far. And, and then the miss, the missed extra point was kind of very deflating. It finally got to end zone. Jennings had a great play, blocked field goal, which yeah. was all on Moody, and he kind of been struggling all year, and it was kind of a because man, the kickers, Kansas City. Way better kicker than. Oh, yeah. He's really he good. fantastic. And you got to give it to the Chiefs. It's not like they're playing yeah. some random. They're, they're playing a dynasty and they have like the Mahomes and Andy Reid, the play calling. Man, that's hard. That's hard to beat. And, but it just kind of hurts because getting to the Super Bowl, you, it takes so, it's so hard. And oh, like yeah. Debo got hurt. And the, Debo got hurt. The, the, Who else got hurt? Uh, that guard. The, one of the linebacker got hurt. Running on guard the field got hurt. Kittle. Yeah, right. Blue is.
1: Blue is uh, Achilles just getting ready to run in the field. Kittle got hurt, came back, though. I mean, Debo, when he Debo got hurt, he came back, too. I mean, but that's the Super Bowl. I mean, that's the end of a long grind of a season. These guys have had the hell of a bit out of them all year. and I know they make m- way more money than anybody can even fathom, But they've and they've also got the best medical staff you can probably imagine, but it's still human beings
0: putting their life out there for entertainment. This and the Brock, the day. Brock is still yet to lose a playoff game in regulation when he wasn't hurt. Yeah. Which is insane. He went through a Super Bowl, uh, and the Super Bowl rules are different. And uh, I don't really have, like, I think Shanahan got kind of got stalled there when there's a lot of three and outs. But I think Shanahan should have switched it up. There's so many first, ten, first <laughs> and 10 plays where this just ran the ball and got eight yards or th- right. five yards. And they just put, put the ball in the hands of Purdy where he was getting pressured and there's tip balls and like, you got to give it to Kansas City. Their defensive coordinator played a great like called a great game. It's yeah, it's hard to ju- be hard on Brock, be hard on like the 49ers organization cuz were that close again. They could have won. They're just flip a coin. Yeah. That's all it was. So
1: two big 12 quarterbacks in yeah.
0: in, the, in the biggest game in the world. I mean,
1: thing that the thing you and I were talking about during the game, I mean, we kept saying give the ball to Give it the ball to McCaffrey. McCaffrey finishes the game twenty-two carries for eighty yards, and Pacheco finishes the game with eighty-eight or eighteen carries for fifty-nine yards. So,
0: which I felt like that running back got way more touches than McCaffrey because yeah. McCaffrey's had so many long stretches where he didn't touch the ball. At all. I just really wonder if McCaffrey was a little dinged up. I think elite. he's been dinged up all year because yeah. he's just slowly than there, but he's just so good that he's that elite, more elite than everyone else that yeah. even him dinged up is. Pretty damn good. And same with Debo; he was hurt and then came in. and He still had some good plays. And yeah, but then that we fumbled fumbled
1: the ball on the punt,
0: right? Yep, yeah, which backbreaker.
1: And then the uh, missed PAT and still almost won.
0: Missed, uh, yeah, missed extra point, and yeah, missed the whatever it was. But. Yeah, and the, Chris McCaffrey fumbling in the red zone, which no one really talked about. If we get at least get three there,
1: and Travis Fizer finished the game with nine nine receptions.
0: Pfizer. Travis Kelsey, sorry, Travis um, Ke- oh yeah, um,
1: nine, nine uh receptions Which, with uh, um, for ninety three yards. Honestly, and... I
0: think he could be the he, Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, if... I don't know, we we uh, didn't want watch it. Has, it could be, it,
1: yeah, but, yeah. Probably,
0: uh, they're going go. to give it to Mahomes. Yeah, mean, no matter what, doesn't matter. That... Either way, High V's happy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see a lot more High V commercials. Yeah, Hopefully, like, they can in State
1: Farm commercials and whatever. Yeah, I mean,
0: High V got Mahomes and Kayon Clark and. I got the whole Midwest. So if they don't, nine, if so. High
1: v doesn't step up and get Brock involved, I mean,
0: yeah, seriously. come on. That's perfect. I mean, it's like,
1: the Iowa Company. I mean, give me a break.
0: Yeah, Mahomes, pretty commercial. Yeah, be, that would be actually pretty sick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Kind of like the Larry Bird and uh, Magic Johnson had that commercial. Analysis, yeah, that exactly. One. The McDonald's one, or Bet You For Their Fries or whatever.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, it's fun. I mean, I was like everybody else, I was nervous that, you know, I didn't want Brock to have a one of those games, but he is so mentally tough. It just yeah. had. A, great game handled the handled all of the circus that goes along with the super bowl and doesn't know me from anybody but I'm so proud of him so proud to be a cyclone fan so he just represented the whole team and the whole cyclone nation so that's, well that I'm, that's not over yet cuz yeah, I think no. he can be he's, back there cuz yeah, the, he's so
0: young the the, the uh, Jennings, gosh, they have so many good receivers that are yeah, I think if, I think if if the Niners won Jennings might be the MVP. Yeah, because he had so many great plays, so many good catches. That one throw, yeah. that one throw to the fullback where he had that great catch. Yeah, uh, that almost uh well, that to the field goal drive and the overtime was big, and uh I, it's just I feel like what well, just he, gave he, the ball more. To McCaffrey, like, right? A yeah, little that's, more. that's just, the only thing I second guess too, and making a freaking PAT. But. Yeah, it's just, and it just felt like if D, if Debo, it just Debo getting banged up so early, or like it just takes away so much of the offense because he's so over right. the middle, and like it's another dimension. And they
1: took, and they took. You got to give uh, the Chiefs credit; they took Kittle out of the game. I mean, he really didn't. Yeah, he didn't do much. They didn't allow him to be a factor in the game, and and also the Niners that played much better against the run than they have in the past. Couple of games too, so I mean, yep. yeah, it was fun. It was well worth the time. I mean, it was a long day, and I'm happy for Brock that he had the experience. And you know, 25 years from now, you know, he's still gonna, yeah. even if he never gets to another one. I mean, everybody thinks that you know you can automatically get to another one, but um, doesn't
0: can't take that for granted. It's a it's a grind to get there, and like even if like he has a doubt, like a quote unquote down year for Purdy, which he really hasn't had that like since probably his sophomore year of high school, probably honestly, yeah. or something like that, yeah. for that long. That, yeah. But I think, uh, at the very least, I think he earned himself a ton of money this year. for sure. A couple of years. And, and some, no and a what, lot of, a lot with endorsements and everything else. So. so it's just having a guy represent Iowa state in the best way, the best person to ever be to, him and Halberd. Yeah. It's just, it just sucks because we were so close. And, uh, but I just feel like, uh, it won't be his last time. I think it could be like, a. They could see each other in the Super Bowl again, but hopefully the Bills or someone else can take Mahomes out of the Super Bowl because oh, I'd love to it, see a rematch though. It fun. just seems like Mahomes, uh, just he's magical in the postseason. He's only had one pick in the whole his whole postseason career, and it was this today. And I, I don't, I don't think the 49ers capitalized on it. We got three no. and out right after that it was kind of a backbreaker. Had, just, had way too many penalties. It had too many false starts. Yeah, and just I mean, like. This, how, can we get pretty an offensive line in the big game, but doesn't have a false start every like? Yeah. How many times we were like we had a play on the first down, did like, it was like a pass play, we didn't work out, went negative yards or whatever, and then a false start. Yeah, the Trent Williams had false start. and you hey, a, a false start? And then like that Hall of Fame left tackle. Yeah, Williams uh, from Oklahoma. Yeah, yep. but anyways, it's it was still fun. Doesn't still matter. Fun. It was still still most
1: engaged I've been in a Super Bowl since. I dallas, remember dallas clark like, playing, yeah dallas is probably. probably playing can't, can't remember so, so it's it was it's brock, a bummer, great brock, season brock, brock made everybody proud so
0: and like he didn't freeze or hunker down. like he just played cool and collected the entire game like he had some plays where he could have like snowballed on. where had a like a, a couple like bad like when you're a quarterback especially when you're a smaller quarterback in the nfl like i feel like your b- ball batted down the line. That's oh, got to yeah. be so, like, demoralizing because, like, that was probably – that was, like, the biggest thing going into the NFL that they were, that were questioning. Obviously, like, Drew Brees and there's Russell Wilson. There's been yeah, shorter quarterbacks. But yeah. I think Brock showed the day that he can make quick, fast decisions. And, like, uh Debo dropped the ball. Like, there's drop passes and just, like – and, like, the ball was there and one touchdown. But the Kansas City defense just – Bad ball right away because they're that good. Yeah, they're, no, they're it's good, a super, good
1: It's the Super Bowl. Yeah. Everybody's playing at the their highest level. And how many? How many of the Chiefs went out and never came back in? I, I just hurt. I, I don't I, just, I don't
0: think I just watching that game. I can't see the pundits like the social media pundits like uh Cowherd and Nick Wright and like that can blame that on Brock Purdy. No, like, there's no way they can swing it. No. That was just Mahomes is so much better than Brock Purdy, which I like. Just watching that game, like it's going, goes the other way. So yeah,
1: no, I, and it was a obviously a a moment that Brock gets to grow a little bit. The next time he, you know, it won't the nerves probably won't be. I don't think their nerves were there today, but it's going to be much more comfortable for him. I mean, that's Mahomes is how many Super Bowls he's been in. I mean, that experience, you know, is a big thing. I mean, and it's legit that getting there and having to uh, um, deal with that environment before, helps, you know, the whole week. So,
0: yeah. And, like, Purdy's been in so many pressure situations going back from the Iowa State days. Like, from when he was an 18-year-old going into Austin, Texas, without Dave Montgomery. It was like, that's pressure. So he's not – he's just going to keep on building, and I think finally the media is just going to finally give it up on Like, he's freaking good. He went to the Super Bowl. He was that close to beating the new GOAT, Mahomes. They're just going to prop him up for another year. And So I'd like
1: like to see the fight between Mahomes' wife and – Taylor Swift tonight, because they hardly ever showed Mahomes's wife yeah, now. They did, a little tonight, bit, they, time, Very little. They showed t- Taylor Swift and all of the Hollywood friends that she brought in with her. Yeah. Those, whatever that girl was with her. The also, lively girl her the usher
0: performance, my God. Oh, my terrible. God, it was brutal. Not for He's, me. No. I, I, you should start out the, the, the halftime show with a song everyone knows. Yeah. It shouldn't be five minutes into the show. They finally played it, but that's just a... Middle or 26 year old white guy from Iowa's (laughs) opinion. So take it as we can. Yeah, they're not asking us. They're really not. No, they don't really. They don't call me in the survey for it. No. Iowa
1: State plays that Cincinnati
0: Tuesday. That would be a nice road win. We're going to be in the top 10 tomorrow. And uh, obviously, got a great program. And TJ, I think, could lead us to be need Brock
1: to come to a game.
0: Yeah. Get Brock
1: back in Hilton and let's go freaking
0: crazy. Yep. So, yeah. That'd be Uh, awesome. You guys Or listening. Kansas City, have him come to the have them come to the, the K 12 tournament. The Kansas, Kansas City, or we're gonna play Kansas in uh, airhead next year, yeah, so exactly. Cool, so.
1: yeah, we're All proud right. of you, Brock. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for the memories, it was a great time, and it's not yeah. over by any means.
0: Hanging in there, Louie, I know, uh, he's yeah. listening, a huge 49ers fan, was a 49ers fan before even Purdy yep. got there, so yeah, he's probably hurting because uh, man, we're so close and. Man, it's just not an extra point, it just pisses me off. Yeah. It's, like, but... it's freaking Iowa State finally, quarterback scores in the Super Bowl, block field goal. Yeah. Unbelievable. Un freaking believable. I know. Iowa State. I know. But we, what are you going to do? We got we to gotta do what we got to do. And... At least we we're paying attention to the Super Bowl. Could have been yeah. two teams we could care less about. So yeah, Pretty was uh, one pick away from not being drafted. And now he's going to be. Did you see the rule guy from uh, Nebraska? It was talked about that. When he was a he was a Carolina
1: Panthers coach and he wanted he wanted to put Brock in the board and get vetoed, really, yeah.
0: So, hmm. all right, well, appreciate you guys listening. Yeah, and, uh, we'll have some reaction about Cincinnati games and upcoming games close. So, yeah, cheer for the Cyclones Tuesday. Got
1: a uh, eleven o'clock tip on Saturday against Texas Tech and proud of you, Brock. Go clones! Go clones!